Alright, what's up everybody? It's Wednesday, June 20th, and still filling in for Heath Cummings. I am Adam Azer, and he liked it so much yesterday that Jacob Gibbs has come back for more. Jacob, welcome back to the Sports Line DFS Podcast. Yeah, glad to be back, man. Uh, for as excited as I was about yesterday's slate, I am, uh, like, equally unenthused for today. We've got, we got a weird one here, not very much value, and some of the spots we might like for value might get rained out, so, uh, it's a weird one, but definitely one that I think we can still get an edge on the field for, so I'm excited for that. And see, Mike McClure said that he's never met a baseball DFS slate he didn't like. Does that hold true tonight, Mike? Yeah, I still like this slate. Like, you know, there's an uncomfortable situation in starting pitching, uh, but the good news is, is it's the same for everyone. Uh, we're just gonna have to kinda watch the weather and try to see what we can get out of the, uh, it's the Milwaukee-Pittsburgh game, you know, I'll go ahead and say it. That's the one that I've got my eye on in terms of weather. Uh, but there's a lot of uh, good offense on the slate, so you know, uncomfortable pitching makes sense, uh, and I, I think we'll be prioritizing hitting once again tonight. It is a much different slate than yesterday. Uh, we've got seven games instead of 15. We do have Coors Field. Mike, who are the top stacks for tonight? So the top stacks in terms of implied run total, you've got the Colorado Rockies at six, New York Mets at 5.6 runs, New York Yankees 5.6, and the Washington Nationals implied for 5.4 runs. And who will you be looking at tonight? Who will you be stacking? Uh, I will definitely – I don't know that I'll have full team stacks of anyone, really. I'll kind of have some mini stacks. So, like, for Colorado, I'll be prioritizing Blackman Arenado. For the Washington Nationals, I'll be focusing on Bryce Harper and Trey Turner. For the New York Yankees – I will probably focus on whoever's cheap and in the lineup in the good spots there. Likely the uh, the lefties, Brett Gardner, if he's in the lineup leading off. And then for the Mets, uh, same story, lefties, uh, Brandon Nemo, Michael Conforto would be picks one and two from the Mets. All right, Jacob, any contrarian stacks that you might like tonight? Um, I don't know about contrarian, but a couple that he didn't mention there that I really like are uh, both Texas and Kansas City in that game. Um, another one where we have some weather concern, but I don't think there's any chance it's going to get rained out. Should be about mid-80s with a lot of humidity there. And then we've got Jake Junis on the mound for my Royals, uh, who has the second-highest average exit velocity on this slate, has a 40% hard hit rate, 44% fly ball rate. Um, and so with with the weather there, with it being so humid, I think the ball is really going to be popping. And I really like some of these Texas bats. That's really the only place that I'm looking for, like, a full stack is Texas, um, especially on FanDuel where they're all under 4K. Um, but I agree with Mike. It's a, it's a weird slate where there's a lot of little mini stacks. I really love the Mets mini stack with their lefties um, and some of the other ones he's mentioned. Um, I actually think I'm – going to be avoiding some of the like higher price like Boston's um, and Houston and some of those guys that people are really going to focus on. But I do kind of like uh, some of the more affordable like bottom half of the order guys. If you want to go that way in tournaments, uh, get some exposure to those offense. I think you can stack Boston's like five through seven, um, assuming that's going to be Moreland, Devers, and, and Holt. Or you can even do that with Houston with their five through seven with like Yuli. And uh, Reddick and Marwin Gonzalez, just some kind of interesting contrarian tournament stacks there where you're pivoting off the chalk a little bit where I do think the the one through four are going to be highly owned, but I don't think people will have those guys as much. And then that's a way to get some savings because we're going to have to get some savings somewhere on this slate. Sure. And, yeah, and we do have some of the best offenses in baseball. We have Coors Field, Mets at Rockies, and we also have the Yankees, Red Sox, Astros, and Nationals 
all on this uh, seven-game slate. So let's do dong chasers, then we'll get into starting pitchers, and then we'll set lineups. Uh, I am going to go back to Anthony Rendon against Andrew Kashner. <laughs> I, you know what? Like, even if he doesn't uh, homer, he's still hitting the ball well. He's still getting a bunch of multi-hit games. And um, still, you know, he's 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 coming up there in price, but still not uh, not at the highest highest of ends there in price. Forty one hundred on DraftKings for Rendon, and on FanDuel he's thirty seven hundred. Mike, who you got for uh, Dong Chasers tonight? I'm looking to hopefully get closer to a Dong train after catching one with Nolan Arenado last night. I am not going back to the well though. I am going to Bryce Harper. Uh, I'm gonna try and pick on Andrew Kashner as much as I can here. And I, uh, I do respect Seth Lugo and what he's done recently, so that's the only reason I'm kind of swerving away from Arenado there. But I'm going with Bryce Harper against Andrew Kashner. So Rendon for me, Harper for Mike. Jacob, are you uh, sticking with the Nationals game? Are you going back to Coors Field? What are you doing? Yeah, it's going to suck for you guys when that game gets rained out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am going with Brandon Nemo today. I do want to target that game. But like Mike said, I do have a decent amount of respect. For Seth Lugo, so I'm going to target Chad Bettis and go with Nima for the Mets as my uh, my Donga day. Okay. And I don't have anything from Heath, but Chris Towers is taking George Springer, and Heath maybe is taking the night off. George Springer against Nathan Evaldi, or Nate Evaldi. I always say Nate. We'll see. <laughs> so, uh, all right, Jacob, take me through the pitching tonight. Charlie Morton, the most expensive. <clears throat> Gio Gonzalez, David Price, they're up there as well. Uh, who do you like tonight? Yeah, pitching's interesting because there are a lot of appealing top-end guys, um, but I don't know if we're if it fits well because we, we want to target the top-end hitters as well. So um, obviously Charlie Morton is the best pitcher on the slate, and he's in a good spot against Tampa Bay. It's really hard to make him fit on DraftKings at 12-2 uh, there. I think you, he's a little bit more realistic on FanDuel, but honestly I probably just won't have a lot of Morton today. If I am paying up, it's going to be for David Price. He's the guy I'm focusing in on. Um, I don't love his his Vegas implied total here, but I do think he's in a really good spot against a Minnesota team that strikes out a lot against lefties. He's been a lot better uh, over his last five or six starts, has really kind of turned it on. He's up to a 27% strikeout rate over his past six starts, so I like him a lot in that spot. Gio Gonzalez is definitely somebody you can target as well. Um, and there's there's some value guys, but like like we hit on already, uh, the the suitors and the cools of the world – could be the guys that help help you make it work on this slate, but if that game gets rained out, I really don't know where we're going for value. Do you have anybody, Mike? Yeah, I mean, look, I number one and two for me on this slate are, are going to be Chad Cool, Brent Suter. Uh, they happen to rank number one and number two uh, in terms of ag- average exit velocity against on this slate as well over the last few starts. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm focusing on. We're going to watch the weather. I don't know that we're looking at a total rainout situation. It might be an early delay, hopefully not an in-game delay. Uh, but that's definitely where I'm going to try to go. Uh, there's one guy though, like if that game gets to the point where we cannot use the pitchers there, I might end up paying up and going, you know, looking to try and get one of the top end starters. Um, I, I think that the only way that you can really do that, though, you know, I'm talking about trying to get like Charlie Morton with huge implied win probability. The way to do that is to pair him with Austin Bibbins Dirks against the Royals. <laughs> um, the issue with that is it's, you know, he's just not a good pitcher for one. Uh, however, it is a nice park shift for him. I know that it is humid in Kansas City tonight. It's not going to be in the mid-90s. It's going to be probably in the low to mid-80s, uh, which is going to help. Um, according to my model here, it's still 
a really, you know, it's a sizable park shift for him. Uh, so if we're forced and, you know, basically down to, you know, with the number of, you know, this feels a lot like a two to three game slate when it comes to starting <laughs> pitching because of all the elite offenses. So if we get put in that position, I will probably look to Morton and Bivens Dirks if uh, I'm not able to play Chad Cool. If you had Morton and Bivens Dirks on DraftKings, you would have the most expensive and least expensive pitcher. <laughs> and, uh, like nobody's, you know, you're not gonna wanna use Lance Lynn at Minnesota. You're not gonna wanna use, uh, uh, sorry, at Minnesota, home against Boston. You're not gonna wanna use Felix at the Yankees. You're not gonna wanna use a Coors Field pitcher. You're not gonna wanna use Evaldi at Houston. So, I, I look at Loisaga, Jonathan Loisaga for the Yankees. I wanna know how you guys feel about him. Really impressive major league debut. That was against the Rays. This is against the Mariners. It's definitely a step up in competition. And what's so interesting here is Loisaga is the fourth most expensive pitcher on DraftKings. So it's like if you need two pitchers, it might not work. If you need one pitcher, he's one of the least expensive pitchers on FanDuel. He's kind of middle of the pack, but he's the same price as Austin Biebens Dirks at 6,200 compared to like Charlie Morton, who's 10,000. So Mike, where are you on Jonathan Loisaga? So with the Weisiga, I think that on DraftKings, it's a pretty clear no for me, uh, just because uh, of the price point there. But on FanDuel, I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, if that game is going to get to the point where I'm not going to be able to play Suter or Cool, frankly, I'm not interested in either one of them really as much on FanDuel because of, you know, the lack of the implied win probability anyway. Uh, but with his implied win probability for the Yankees there, I think it makes a ton of sense on FanDuel. I definitely think he's viable in all formats, cash games, tournaments, and probably where I would recommend with uh, the show lineup today. Uh, Loisaga on FanDuel? Yeah. All right. On FanDuel, yeah. That's so, where I would go. I'm just wondering, like, Loisaga, why not David Price? Is he just too expensive? Cause he I, might. I mean, he might be. It's, uh, you know, Price would be the second choice or one, you know, they're basically one, two, assuming that we're not going to going to play Chad Cooler Brent Suter because of the weather. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, I think it's one of those two. Okay. Jacob, anything to add before we move on to hitters? Yeah, I definitely think he's the way to go on FanDuel. Um, I'm going to try to make it work with Price, but um, I think I'm definitely going to end up with him on FanDuel. I don't know if I would go there on DraftKings. Maybe if he was down in the, the price range that Suter and them are. But um, one name I will throw out, and this is, this is kind of a crazy one. You say we're not going to target anybody from Coors. I think if you uh, are just really feeling like losing some money tonight, you can take a chance on uh, Seth Lugo. He actually does have the lowest Sierra on the slate, which is it's in a little bit uh, smaller sample size. But we've seen we've seen the guys, the uh, Rockies struggle some against right-handers. Uh, they're just they are ranked just 24th in uh, Woba against righties, and we've seen some right-handers go into Coors and do well. Uh, just on Monday, Degrom held them to two runs. Zach Godley gave up just two runs last week. Um, they do strike out against right-handers in the top ten in strikeout rate. And so, if that game um, in Pittsburgh does get rained out, and you're just really, really looking for value on DraftKings, I think you can throw a dart at Lugo in tournaments only. Um, but on Fanduel. Definitely not. I think it, does, it doesn't make any sense to pay for him when Luis go right there. But just kind of an off-the-wall play there. Nobody's going to have him, um, but definitely tournaments only. All right, and congratulations, guys. We're doing very well with the uh, Luizica pronunciation today. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea how to pronounce it until he actually pitched, and uh, luckily that happened last week. So, uh, catcher. All right, Jacob, I'll give you catcher today. What are you looking at there? Okay, yeah. If uh, Evan Gaddis is in the lineup, I like him a lot. Um, I definitely w- would go back to Gary Sanchez as well. I like him a little bit more in, on DK there. 
Um, if Tom Murphy is in the lineup, I would go there even against my, my boy Lugo. But probably my favorite catch of the day is going to be Salvador Perez. Um, that might be Royals bias, but I'm, I'm going to have a lot of that game. And, uh, I think he's probably the way that I will be going there. Um, yeah, I think he's my favorite option on both sides. All right. Salvador Perez. Mike, you cool with that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's going to be Salvador Perez, Gary Sanchez, or whatever's going on in Coors Field for me. Um, I guess, uh, the only other name I will mention though, if you do need more of a punt, if we're got to really save some money, uh, Pedro Severino for the Washington Nationals. As long as the rain stays away there, uh, I think that he's an interesting punt option. Mike, let's go to first base. What are you looking at at first? Yep, first base, uh, for me it's going to be Mitch Moreland, Greg Bird, and then Dominic Smith. I think he should probably be in the lineup for the New York Mets tonight against Chad Bettis. Uh, all very similar price point on DraftKings. Um, so that, that's where I'll be looking there. And, you know, my final choice will really just kind of depend on the actual lineup spot when these lineups are released this afternoon. Uh, as far as FanDuel goes, um, Greg Bird is the number one value at 3,100. But the, again, the other two names, Mitch Moreland, Dominic Smith, uh, it'll be one of those three guys for me for sure. Okay, so it's not a great night for first baseman? Not really, no. Overall, it is uh, not an area where there's really any option to really pay up for. Uh, I believe that... On FanDuel, Eric Thames at 3,800 is the most expensive option in the player pool. Yeah, yeah he is, but Ian Desmond is really not that expensive. Do we want to go that route? I mean, I, I like Desmond against lefties. He's facing a righty tonight. Jacob, are we interested in Desmond? Um, I don't think I'll have Desmond. I think I would be more inclined to just pay a little bit less for Mitch Moreland. Um, another guy that I would mention, and we're going back to Kansas City here, if you need value at the position, I like Hunter Dozier if he's going to hit in that five spot again. Um, so I think that's somewhere you could go. But, yeah, first base is just kind of gross today. Okay. So Moreland and Greg Bird and Dominic Smith, they are I think as Mike mentioned, they're all the same price on DraftKings. If we don't like Jake Junis, <clears throat> do we like Joey Gallo? He's 39. He's a little bit cheaper than those guys on DraftKings. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it depends where he's hitting. If he's like seventh, I don't have as much interest in him, but, um, love the matchup for him. He's been super cold lately, but I think he could break out of it in this, in this spot. So he's definitely somebody to target in tournaments. Start us off, Jacob, at second base. So at second, um, the obvious ones are going to be LeMahieu and as Drupal Cabrera in the course game, people are going to target them. Um, if you're looking to pay down to the mid price range, I like Whit Merrifield a lot. Um, and if you're looking, to save some salary at the position, I think you can go with Brock Holt, who I mentioned earlier. If he's hitting like sixth for Boston, I would like him there. Um, you can go with Mondesi for Kansas City if you are trying to get exposure there. And then the last guy we've we've actually already complimented us on our pronunciation. I'm going to butcher this for Texas. Is it Kinnear Falefa? Kiner Falefa, I, I think. I think there we is. go. Yeah, yeah. He's he's somebody I like to go to. He's got some pop. Um, and like I said, I think with the balls. Popping up the bats against Junis today, I think he's somebody you could target if he's in the top six or seven for Texas. Okay, yeah, I, I'm looking at the the low end guys. I I think there's a chance Neil Walker's in the lineup today. I think I know they said they wanted to get Glaber Torres a day off at some point. Um, we thought Walker would be in yesterday, and he wasn't. Uh, Kiner Falefa and uh, Eduardo Nunez against Lance Lynn. I don't know, uh, Mike. Any any low punts? I guess we call. And and I actually don't really think D Gordon is that expensive, and he's going to lead off. So, um, and be on the road, which we like. Any, any punts at second base? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think that uh, you mentioned Eduardo Nunez. That's probably going to be one of your best bets in terms of punting uh, as far as guys that I've actually got projected in the lineup today. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, if you're punting, that's there. Uh, if you want to take a flyer in a tournament, um, anytime you have a left-handed pitcher on the mound, I will have exposure to Brian Dozier. Uh, he's simply one of the best left-handed hitters. and He's one of the best hitters against left-handed pitching in baseball. Uh, so I will, you know, I have no problem with Brian Dozier as a standalone play against David Price tonight. All right, Mike, give me your thoughts at third base. Uh, third base, I want to say Nolan Arenado or bust again. Uh, just I, anytime I can get Nolan Arenado at home against any pitcher that's not a true ace, I, I think you have to have some exposure. Um, so unfortunately, that, that means I'm probably not playing your boy Anthony Rendon, although I do like the Nationals quite a bit. Uh, I also like Mike Moustakis. I mean, I think that this is a pretty good matchup for him. Uh, but the majority of my lineups are going to have Nolan Arenado tonight. All right. The show lineups will have Nolan Arenado. Sorry, Anthony Rendon. Maybe you will make it in at utility. Jacob, uh, will you be having a lot of Arenado tonight? Um, I think I will be a little bit more inclined to, to pay down third for Rendon or Moustakis, but uh, I definitely get it with Arenado. All right. Uh, so get, how about shortstop? What are you thinking, Jacob? Shortstop, um, I really like Didi Gregorius today. Um, he's somebody that's been due for some some positive regression on his BABIP um, lately, and that we've seen that come to fruition a little bit. Um, and I think he could definitely dong off of Felix. Um, Trevor Story obviously would be popular again, but I'm having a tough time fitting him into that price tag. Um, both the Boston guys we mentioned, Holt and Nunez, are eligible at second and shortstop, so you can mix and match them there as well, um, as is... Uh, Mondesi for Kansas City if you're, if you're really looking to pay down. But other than that, I think, it, is Sean Rodriguez still with the team? He hasn't played in forever, but like, if he's playing today, he's somebody that's super, super cheap that I thought might be interesting in a righty-lefty matchup. Uh, I don't know about that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he's super off the wall, but yeah, if he's in the lineup, I think he would be intriguing too. Based okay. On minimum price. Yeah, I, I think he's, I, I think so, but, um, yeah, he, he's with the team. He played on June twelfth. Um, okay. So, I, I maybe he's, maybe they sent him down. I don't know. But uh, you know, did you mention Trey Turner? Because Trey Turner is a hundred dollars cheaper than Didi Gregorius. They both have good matchups. I mean, Didi Gregorius at home against the righty is always a good thing. But I, I don't know. I'm not sure if I missed it. Did you mention Trey Turner? Do you like him against Cavs? No, I yeah, I just overlooked him. Trey Turner is definitely in play. Um, I tend to go with. Didi, because I think he has a little more home run upside, but I do like Trey Turner for sure. Mike, anything we missed? It's short. Uh, no, it's uh, for me. It's Trey Turner, Didi Gregorius, and then it's going to be uh, what can I get in terms of a punt when the lineups are out later? Um, you know, whether that's you know someone like either Brock Holt or Eduardo Nunez, wherever we're playing them based on when the lineups come out, and then uh, Elvis Andrews, who's finally returned to the lineup for the uh, Texas Rangers. He's priced, you know, as if he hasn't been playing, which he hasn't been. Yeah. So, you know, you've got maybe three more games before he's basically in that no man's land where we're not going to play him because he's too close to Turner and Didi. Uh, so tonight, if you're looking for a little savings, you could drop down to Elvis Andrews. So in, in the show lineup, I have Chad Cool and Brent Suter. So we're going to, we're going to cross our fingers there. If you get rid of them and replace them with Morton and Bebens Dirks, it will cost you some more money, but not like a ton more. Uh, I didn't really, I, I went rogue. I went rogue at second base and I just, I went with Jose Altuve. I said, screw these guys. I want Jose Altuve <laughs> against Nathan Evaldi. Um, so I have Cool, Suter, Salvador Perez, Greg Bird, 
Jose Altuve, Nolan Arenado, and Trey Turner. I mean, that, that's a pretty good start, and we can average 4,300 for our three outfielders on wow. DraftKings. That's pretty good, right? I feel good about that. Okay. All right, right? Like, I, I yeah, yeah. Okay, now on FanDuel, I'll have Luizaga, Bird, Altuve, Arenado, and Turner. This one might, might have to get away from one, from one of the high end guys. Uh, 3,100 average for four more spots. Um, so we'll come back to FanDuel. Let's finish up DraftKings and Mike, some, some outfielders. How about we start with a cheap outfielder? All right, we could try to start with a cheap outfielder. I uh, <laughs> I personally have only expensive outfielders oh, in everything okay. I'm doing tonight, but uh, Bryce Harper is my number one overall hitter at any position, regardless of price. Uh, so Bryce Harper, my dog chasers pick, Bryce Harper will be my number one outfielder. Uh, he's in. Um, the cheapest outfielder that I have on DraftKings at this point is $3,900 Whit Merrifield. What about, uh, what about good old $3,800 D. Gordon? Uh, I mean, I think he's fine. I I don't have a ton of interest in him, but I uh, I, I I get I get it. Uh, you know, it's a big partnership for him uh, on the road, guaranteed ninth inning team at bat. All of that makes a lot of sense. Um, but Seattle's just not a team that I am interested. You know, they're not they don't rate in the top five for me tonight, so I won't be using them very much. Okay, fair enough. Um, all right, then fine. I'll uh, <laughs> all right, all right. I'll get rid of D Gordon. So that means we'll go with Bryce Harper. We'll go with uh, 3,900 Whit Merrifield. Damn it. Now we only have 3,700 left. Like Marwin Gonzalez. There's nobody here. I, I think um, Jose Azuna might, might be in the line for Pittsburgh in the top six or seven. He's somebody, if that game does play, it could be interesting. He's super cheap. Um, Alex Gordon, if you want a lefty-righty matchup, he'll probably hit sixth. Well, what if we didn't use Bryce Harper and we used another, like, really expensive outfielder and saved a little bit of money? Um, Brandon Nimmo we could go with. Stanton, Benintendi, Springer, any of these guys. Conforto at 4,800. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I like, I like Conforto. I like Nimmo. I, um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm fine with any of those. Nimmo was a dong chasers pick, so we'll use him. We could also, I know you love Altuve, but we could save over a thousand there by pivoting down to like Wit or somebody like that. All right, fine, fine. He's out. <laughs> That's what I would do. But I agree. Okay, so I have to get Merrifield out of outfield. I'll put him in at second base. <clears throat> and um, all right, so then if we do that, we can we can afford some more. Pardon me, guys. Here we go. Second base with Merrifield. We have forty six hundred bucks. No, we have le- we have a little less than that. We're gonna put Harper in there. We have two outfield spots left. We can average forty four hundred dollars. That's not bad. No, that's pretty good. So that's Desmond, Adam Eaton, Span, Marte, Mazzara. Some good stuff. I think here. Mazzara is still super underpriced on DK specifically. Um, that would probably be my pick of the bunch. Or we could go with Gallo if you want to save me more money there. Oh, it's cool because then we can, if we go with uh, Mazzara, then we can go with Juan Soto. Do we like Juan Soto, or do we want to do? Or do you guys want to stack? Because Soto gives us the Harper, Soto, Trey Turner national stack. Yeah, I mean, I like that. What I feel like? like Mike's not yeah. feeling it. No, no, no. I, no, that's <laughs> definitely that's definitely where I would go based on what you have there. Yeah. So, how do you like this lineup? Cool and Suter, Salvador Perez, Greg Bird. Whit Merrifield, Nolan Arenado, Trey Turner, 
Bryce Harper, Juan Soto, Nomar Mazzara. It's good. No, I, I like it. You know, it makes sense to have uh, Witt and Salvador <laughs> Perez in there together, and then the Nationals correlation. Uh, it definitely makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because one thing you guys said yesterday that stuck with me, that I let me ask you about it now. You said you don't want to, you know, you'd rather stack a lineup. Uh, we were down to like one spot, and we had two guys at the same price, and you said you'd rather have this one guy because you'd, you'd rather have continuity with other guys in your in your FanDuel or DraftKings lineup that are on the same MLB team instead of just like a one-off in a different game. And, I mean, I guess I get that, but also, you know, why is that so important? I mean, well, basically, be, yeah, yeah go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. If, if it you comes down to, I think it was Neil Walker and, uh, I can't remember who the other guy was, but they're basically identical, like in our projection systems, I would assume. I'm, I'll, I'll speak for Mike here too. And so, if you can get the positive correlation, um, you're more likely to get the double dip there. It's just, I don't know, it, it makes it worth it for me when they're almost the same. I mean, do you have anything to add to that, Mike? No, I mean, look, I mean, it's just real basic in the sense that, if you've got two guys that are hitting back to back in a lineup or with one guy in between them, there is a chance that your guy will be on base and be driven yeah. in by your other guy. Whereas if you have another game and you pick another player, there is no chance that the player that's already in your lineup has any impact on the player that you're putting in. Right. So when you've got them close, you know, projected similarly individually, it definitely makes sense to take advantage of how their performances can be correlated on the field. Okay. All right, so I think we got a bit of a problem here on FanDuel. We got our DraftKings lineup, which uh, is Suter, Cool, Perez, Bird, Merrifield, Arenado, Turner, Harper, and Mazzara. DraftKings or FanDuel is a little tougher. Loizaga, I went with Greg Bird. I had Altuve, but I dropped down to Merrifield. Arenado, Trey Turner, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper is only forty-one hundred. Uh, he's like the eighth most expensive outfielder on FanDuel. And I, look, he's been really bad lately, so I get it, but he's he's Mike's number one player, so we're going to throw him yep. in there. That only gives us 3200 for three spots. 3200 on average for three spots. Do we need to cut costs somewhere? Um, Two outfielders and a have utility. To, but you can. You can drop a little if you need. If you want to drop to Eduardo Nunez, you could definitely save a few dollars. That, that would certainly help. Um, that would be at second base, but right. That'll give us five hundred extra dollars. All right, it's up to you. Should we do that, or should we try uh, try to make this work with what we've got? Who do we have a third right now? Did you say Arenado? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, we could save over a thousand by going down to Moose or Rendon. There, I don't know if we're if we're married to the Arenado pick or not, but uh, I'm not so. married. I'm I'm single when it comes to this podcast. We will go to <laughs> we will go to Anthony Rendon at 3,700. We now have 3,600 bucks per player for an outfielder, two outfielders and utility. Jacob, looking at outfield and that range, we could get Juan Soto, Adam Eaton. Nomar Mazzara, they're at 3,800. Aaron Hicks is homered in three straight games. Uh, there are a lot of guys. Conforto's at 3,700. Uh, yeah, I think I would start with Conforto of that bunch. I think he's he's way too cheap on on FanDuel. Okay. So we're going to put him in there. Now we have 3,550 for two spots. Let's go with uh, Juan Soto and Brett Gardner. Uh, Soto will give us our four Washington National stack, and then Brett Gardner will be in there and be correlated with Greg Bird and our starting pitcher. I think that's how I would finish that lineup. Beautiful. I like it. Yeah, I love it. Um, okay, great. So that gives us Jonathan Luizaga, Greg Bird, Whit Merrifield, 
Anthony Rendon, Trey Turner, Bryce Harper, Conforto, Soto, and Gardner. We'll just hope that Gardner's in the lineup. He is uh, supposed to be back today. So, Hey, good stuff, guys. I like this one. I like it. I'm feeling good about tonight. Go Nats. Go Yankees. That's always a good thing. <laughs> and uh, go Royals for the two of you. Why not? And for Heath. <laughs> for Jacob right. and for Mike, I'm Adam. Thanks for listening to the Sportsline DFS podcast. We got another one for you tomorrow.